Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation. Today we're joined by Sonoma State political scientist Dr. David McEwen. This week on the State of California here on KCBS, we are focusing on California's Central Valley and the changes occurring there that affect the state's political scene. As we have noted, the Central Valley is important to the Golden State, far beyond its role as the nation's breadbasket. This area is often considered a battleground where political futures are won and lost. We have already spoken this week with political advisors from both sides, and today we wanted to speak with an actual office holder and someone who has had to navigate the political winds in the Central Valley. Professor McEwen, thank you so much for being here and building on what we've been talking about in the Central Valley and the image there. What are the challenges for representing these areas while in political office? Well, good afternoon, Brett and Patty. And as we think about what's happening in the Central Valley, there's a number of purple allegiances. There are voters there that reflect these shifting demographics and those tendencies that are both blue Democratic and red Republican, these kind of purple voters we often talk about. And when we look at at certain areas or districts, if we look at an area like Tracy and what's happening there in terms of shifting demographics, housing and affordability, or, or north to Galt or areas around Stockton or Ripon, we see that there are a number of issues beyond just traditional Central Valley issues that affect the politics. So today, today's guest, someone we wanted to talk to who has to navigate that ground and these difficulties of challenges with those purple voters should be an interesting conversation. We are going to continue that conversation right now. We're going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with Josh Harder, Democratic uh, representative from California's 9th Congressional District. Thank you so much for talking to us today. How do you think the politics of the Central Valley are different from other areas of California? Well, the, the Valley is really a microcosm of the United States, which uh, is often a little bit different than how California feels. Uh, you know, half our voters voted for Trump, half our voters voted for Biden, and we have to find a way to find that common ground. The good news is most of the issues that are most pronounced in the Valley, whether that's water, whether that's health care, whether that's public safety, aren't really about one party or the other. Uh, one of our farmers told me the other day he doesn't have Republican cows or Democratic cows. He just has cows that need help. And I think that's the sentiment of most folks in the Valley uh, today. Congressman, uh, thank you for joining us today. And as we look at kind of the politics of the Central Valley, and you mentioned those issues around agriculture, farms, water, what else do we also see happening in this area that affects politics and policy? Well, I think the most important sentiment is just that people feel left behind and ignored. Uh, We have 6 million people from Stockton to Bakersfield, and yet in California history, we've never had a U.S. senator from the Central Valley. Uh, We really lack representation on issues that matter most to folks out here. 
And I think that really leaves a chip on our shoulder on a lot of the issues that, that matter most. And we've seen that just over the last couple months. Parts of the area are, are being flooded right now. One of the levees burst just a half mile away from my home in Tracy just a, a month or two ago. And yet the governor is taking tens of millions of dollars out of his budget for flood protection in the valley at the same time. And so we need to fight a little bit harder to make sure that we get uh, what we need and deserve. So District 9 is the Sacramento, the, excuse me, the Stockton area, right? Correct. It's okay. most of San Joaquin County, so Lodi, Stockton, Tracy, Manteca, Ripon Mountain House. Okay, so that's like right in the heart of the Central Valley. How did you find common ground in your campaign? Well, I think we've been able to build a lot of trust and confidence with folks, regardless of who they vote for, uh, for, for president. Water's the, the perfect example of that. Uh, it's an issue that is really important to Republicans and Democrats here, regardless of your, your party affiliation. And we've been able to do a, a lot of work on that, making sure that we're protecting our community from flooding, making sure that we're building new reservoirs. And I think that's what politics comes down to. Uh, it doesn't really matter uh, what party you're from, as long as folks understand that you're fighting for them. In terms of politics, I wanted to talk about the recall of Governor Gavin Newsom. You know, the Valley's an interesting area. It typically has more Democrats than Republicans, but many counties in the Central Valley voted in favor of recalling Governor Newsom. What do you think was going on there? Well, it wasn't just the, the recall. It was also the, the, the re-election in 2022. Um, he, he lost my district pretty handedly. Uh, luckily, we were able to convince tens of thousands of voters who voted for Republican at every other part of the ballot to, to consider voting for, for me for Congress as well. And I think the way we did that, I always say we're not anti-Trump or, or pro-Trump or pro-Newsom or anti-Newsom. We're pro-healthcare. We're pro-jobs. We're pro-water. And we're focused on the issues that really bring people to, together. Um, but I think that sentiment is really felt all across the valley, that people just don't feel like Sacramento is really resonant and, uh, you know, really paying attention to the issues that matter most. Their attention is always gravitating towards San Francisco and the Los Angeles. That makes perfect sense, but it also feels us leaving uh, a little bit felt out. All right, Congressman. So in the last 24 hours, we've heard some progressives, uh, including two members of Congress, calling for Senator Dianne Feinstein to resign. What's your view of that situation? Well, I think uh, her decision is to step off the Judiciary Committee. I think that makes a lot of sense to allow somebody else to push forward on the judicial confirmations and the votes that, that need to happen. But we need more vigorous representation. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's uh, Senator Feinstein or one of the folks that are looking to, uh, to, to, to replace here. Almost none of them have actually shown up in the Central Valley. If you look at their campaign schedules, they're campaigning in Los Angeles, they're campaigning in the Bay Area. I get it. That's where the voters are. Um, but we have an open invitation to invite a lot of these folks are, are friends of mine to invite them to our area to understand how the other parts of California actually feel. I want to touch on something we haven't been able to get to yet. And it's a really important subject because it's really affecting the national political scene. The culture war. It's a huge part of politics. For some reason, uh, it's becoming more prevalent. Is the culture war and issues around it different in the Valley as opposed to other places? I think uh, certainly it's something that folks see on Fox News. Oftentimes they'll see a caricature of what people are, are actually caring about. But the vast majority of the things that I hear about in our area are the kitchen table issues. Half of San Joaquin County 
is diabetic or pre-diabetic, half. Uh, my dad's an optometrist here. My entire life, my dad's had at least one patient who has gone blind. They've lost their vision entirely because of unmanaged diabetes. And so uh, people don't care as much about the culture war if they're struggling to put food on the table and pay for their medical bills. And so uh, one of the most important things we're doing is trying to work to cap the price of insulin. We were able to get a bill on that last year. We're trying to extend that. That's what people here are focused on. It's healthcare, it's water, it's the issues that uh, really define people's budgets every day as opposed to, you know, cable news shows on TV that have folks yelling at each other. Well, Congressman, you know, given the shifting natures of what goes on with partisanship there in the Valley and certainly in, in congressional district that you're familiar with, with kind of this mix of blue and red and purple voters, how do you seek that common ground, concentrating on the pocketbook issues or not uh, looking at other issues as well? Uh, beyond just the pocketbook? Well, I think, uh, you know, there's more than enough to, to go around, uh, but it's also building relationships and, and building trust. Uh, when I'm, you know, in Congress every week, I get breakfast with 20 Republicans, 20 Democrats, and we focus on trying to understand each other's districts better and trying to identify areas that we can get uh, across the finish line. That's how we did the infrastructure bill. It wouldn't have passed just with Democratic votes, we had to get Republicans to support that effort. And because of that, we're going to be able to build more reservoirs, to build more levees to protect the, the valley in years like the flooding that we're seeing right now. And so uh, I think the more that we can focus on that common ground, the better off we're going to be. Most folks here want the same thing. They want their kid to go to a good school. They want to be uh, kept safe. And they want to make sure that they can still have a living. People don't realize that, you know, sometimes if you were to break California into many states, which I think is a terrible idea, but if you were to do that and the plans that have been presented so far, the Valley would be the poorest state in America, poorer than West Virginia or Mississippi or anywhere else. The Bay Area would be the wealthiest, wealthier than any other country in the United States. And so it really is uh, a tale of two cities uh, across California, and we have to make sure that we're fighting a lot harder to get what we need. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest, Josh Harder, Democratic Congressman from California's 9th Congressional District. Also a big thank you to Dr. David McEwen. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m., also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.